2009, the biggest film of all time. It's all been leading to this. James Cameron's Avatar. You're one of those cops. (laughs) Killed my friends. Burned my songs. Mick Fleetwood starring as the leader of the Navi. Meek, uh, Meek Fleetwood as Shake Sully. Um, Burned my songs. What are you doing here, Mick? You got a bunch of goddamn kids uh, running around. Two hosts. Uh, the the Arnold to the other Sly. The Tango to the other's Cash. The Zoe Saldana to his Sam Worthington. Wow. It's Slim. Oh, yeah. And Dale underscore A. Welcome back to the Paper Keg Show. Uh, we're down to the final 13. Much to many people's God, chagrin doing the seminal Avatar. You know, this is the biggest movie of all time. Only according how, to the box How office. dare we not discuss Avatar? Of course we're going to give it its due. Yeah. I mean, strap in. Put a pot of coffee James on. Cameron. You ever heard of him? A little movie called Terminator. Terminator 2. Hmm? Aliens. Aliens. True my, lies. My personal favorite alien <laughs> movie. True Lies. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Hold the phone just a second. If we do True Lies here. next episode. True Lies? Pivot. True <laughs> Lies. Pivot. What if we pivot this on. into Lightning Storm Entertainment <laughs> Tour de Force? <laughs> <laughs> Lies. <laughs> I love that gentle lip. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a real life guffaw. <laughs> that was a guffaw. That was the first time I ever heard an actual guffaw. The first documented Lies. usage. You heard it here first. You know, we got a. There was a lot of scuttle, but on the Twitter, we teased it out. We just posted one photo mm. of a Navi, and. It was like, you yeah. know, yeah. Dale took a dump in yeah. their cereal. That's a, a that's hot exactly one. what it was like. This is the we've most had... controversial episode of all time. <laughs> Absolutely. We've had close, our closest legacy friends, uh, quote, might sit this one out. Uh, yeah, we won't like name names. We're uh, the Mark Marin podcast, and you're just fishing for the right <laughs> guests to listen to. All of a sudden, <laughs> our closest friends are going to sit this one out. You're lucky uh, we don't do this for the next 13 episodes. <laughs> People. <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> the greatest troll of all time. <laughs> we do Avatar 13 times to close out the, the Paper Cake podcast. We could have them done by next week. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't make him angry, folks. VP of merch, Dale underscore A. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. It is uh, it's, it's phenomenal to be back. Thank you very much. We've had some beautiful weather. Uh, you know, I'm still down here. Slim bought a Jeep on. Oh, God. That's, that's very really, lead on that that's one. just really cut in on the real life mustard <laughs> this week. So tell us, Slim, Slim's uh, Jeep. front to back, the, the finding of it, the purchase experience, uh, the what mm. I can only surmise is the orgasmic feeling of driving it home. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, how is Namidity doing with learning stick? I mean, we need answers to all these inquiries. Wow. You know, I think we talked about it, Jonesy and I, during the unpleasantness that was last week where we were going to play Titanfall 2 together, mm. but one host couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> Jonesy and I discussed the initial, the initial Jeep I looked at. You know, first of all, set the stage. My lovely wife at Namidity gave the green light. Mm. on getting a Jeep oh. and replacing our Mazda 5. The sexiest of all lights. The green light, as sung by Pitbull. I think that's what this song is he sings. And he did it. Uh, lovely man. He did it mania. <laughs> Hashtag thank you taker. <laughs> it was a hashtag WrestleMania moment. <laughs> IMO. So we went, I saw this one on Car Guru which I highly recommend looking for uh, using if you're looking for a vehicle. And there was a beautiful black mm. Jeep TJ model. Mm. Had a lift, had had wheels, had tires that I would have wanted to buy afterward. I was like, this could be it. Mm-hmm. It's been for sale for 60 days, so something's not something's fishy going on here. And uh, the price was right. Mm. Talk about so that. we go take a look in Ardmore, PA, driving down... Route 476, mm-hmm. anyone listening in that area? <laughs> and uh, we get there, the guy's like, you ever owned a Jeep before? I was like, yeah. He's like, you know how to fix them up? I was <laughs> like, here we go. Here we go. I was like, nope. Uh, not really, but I know people. And he's like, okay, let's go check it out. Pulls it around, sounds amazing. Oh, God, I bet it My does. My pants are in like eight different directions right now. Yeah. Like, get like in. some sort of a garden weasel trying to escape from underneath the covers of a like you like you like you trapped a weasel with a sheet like your your picnic sheet in the backyard and it's probably just wiggling around under those that fabric trying to bust out. It's exactly what Nimity told me. What she thought she saw. So I he opens the door for us. Door swings open. I was like, all right, it doesn't have the little fabric that holds the door together mm-hmm. sure uh at many tries to put james in the back the doors aren't or uh, the seats aren't folding forward i'm like all right whatever i peek in the center console is missing the top okay all right it's fine <laughs> driver's side seat has a big hole in it and i can see the metal all right i can deal with that it's cool <laughs> closes the door start driving off the uh gauges aren't working <laughs> Oops! You would think the wow. salesman would tell me such a thing as I take my dear family in the vehicle with me. Right, right exactly. The gauges are non-functional. Poor James is wearing just a Jeep seatbelt at this point. <laughs> Probably not even attached to anything, really. Yeah, exactly. Also had a skull for a shifter. It was a scene. You know, uh, we couldn't make the deal work. Needless to say. Um, but Amanda and I got close. We're like, we could make it work. If we get him down to several thousand dollars and we take it to our mechanic because he had another Jeep for sale there, which I didn't want. It was like this $16,000 gray one with, it was junk in my opinion. He's like, you can take that home, you know, take it to your mechanic, take the gray one home, do whatever. Mm. We'll make the sale. He's like, I'll, I'll put the lift on that Jeep for you. Wow. So I call him again. And I, was like, you know, I think we want to take that. I think we want to take that black Jeep uh, that you guys had. Maybe Can we take that to our mechanic? He puts me on hold. He's like, no. He calls back. He's like, nah. 
That one's as is. He can't take that one to your mechanic. <laughs> so there must have been well. a, a total S show <laughs> underneath and inside that Jeep yeah. that he wouldn't even let me take a mechanic to go see it. Uh, uh, so eventually we just found... Just out of the hood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we eventually found another black one for sale in Delaware, mm. uh, which is a beautiful, beautiful vehicle. Rode like a dream. Soft top. The inside is spectacular. It's like no one had ever driven the car. It's got the the original factory radio installed, which I'd never seen what? in a Jeep before. I mean, you can't sit in a Jeep and just like a, an older Jeep and just expect to see the original factory radio. It's always like a aftermarket Best Buy head unit. <laughs> it absolutely is. You're right. It always is. Uh, it's super clean. So we walked as soon as we got out of the test drive. Man and I looked at each other, and nodded, oh and uh, we made it happen that that day. You, you're telling me that day you talked turkey with the salesman. We talked turkey. Oh man, we got we we made a deal, and I was apprehensive. I wasn't. I was trying to play cool the whole time. James was asking, <laughs> and I was like, James, we don't have the key yet. I'm not going to say anything until we're literally sitting in the jeep leaving the lot. That we have like a, officially a jeep. You never know what might happen. Absolutely. You know, the accountant comes out of his office like swinging paperwork, like like mm-hmm. the guy that's running through Washington, D.C., delivering the papers, mm-hmm. you know? He's like, well, we, we can't do it. We just found something. But it eventually did happen. Wow. And we're living the dream. Mm. The Jeep family now. So I, I also have the green light to eventually get the lift oh. and new wheels oh. and new tires. God. <sighs> so, I mean... You're teaching, Life's good. you're teaching your wife how to drive manual? I yeah. This is am- we went this out is amazing. later the next day, and then we went the day after. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're actually working on James because James is like, it's daddy's Jeep. Daddy got us that Jeep. Oh. So we're like in a pickle where, you know, we have to work to educate James that, you know, it was a, it's a two-party system here. Right. The Jeep didn't happen because of daddy. Right. Yes, it did, <laughs> to be honest. The minute, the minute he won't ever listen to this episode, you know, and, it's uh, your Jeep. I mean, like, literally, you made it work. we couldn't get a Jeep without the two-party system in the home. So he, we have to, like, I have to, I have to work to educate him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, like, you can't drive the Jeep. That's daddy's Jeep. <laughs> so no. it's like, you know, he, he's like this big truck. Right. That only daddy can drive, so we have to like work to like right. help him out a little bit here. So actually, we're working on her dri- test driving in secret, mm-hmm. so that one day James gets picked up and mommy's driving, and his head is going to be like putty. He doesn't. He's not going to what how to process that. That's fa- that's a that's a fantastic plan. I love that plan. Mm-hmm. So he's like, can daddy pick me up from school with a top down? There was like two days in a row where I picked him up with a top down. He's telling all his friends. He's waving to like all his friends, like he's the mayor, walking <laughs> oh, to that jeep, oh, and great. then he's like, "Tell me, he's telling me to like drive slow, or he's telling me where to drive." <laughs> right. He's like, "No, like park over there." So like all the kids, like he didn't say this, but like he's telling me where to park so that he can maximize the time that the school kids can see him in the back of the jeep. It's hilarious. Oh, great, God, <laughs> man. I mean, it's like Christmas for him, and it's sitting in a big jeep in the back in front of his friends. Can't beat it. That's fantastic. It'll be Christmas for me, I'll tell you what. In my booster seat. We can all go driving around in it together. God. Yeah? God. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> God. We got a big movie to talk about, though. Do we? Real big movie. Yes, we do. The biggest movie of all time. 
If you look at the, the box people office. demanded it. Biggest movie of all time, mm-hmm. James Cameron, Avatar, nearly three hours. Yes. The movie that made 3D, you know, the, the technology that's in all our homes right now. Every room in the house has a 3D TV set and glasses. As predicted. Jonesy, please. 2009, take us through it. So there's this dude, Jake Sully. Now he's a vet. <laughs> Uh, injured, right? And his brother is, uh, I don't know if he's murdered, died of natural causes. So this corporation is like, hey bud, here's the deal. We're going to fly you through space to this moon, the third moon of Endor called Pandora. And uh, you're basically going to because of your genetic association with your brother, be able to control one of the Navi, you know, native Navi, you know, not a big leap here. Uh, And through that, you're going to uh, help us get this uh, mineral called unobtainium, and it's going to make everybody super rich. So we help us out, and he's like, yeah, I'll do it. So they fly to Pandora, and Sigourney Weaver's there. You know, it's a James Cameron movie, <laughs> so duh. <clears throat> and uh, so basically, uh, Siggy and uh, and Jake pilot these avatars uh, through some kind of amazing computer, neurological computer connection. And uh, Jake is uh, basically accepted as one of the Navi. Uh, Zoe Saldana, who I will hereby refer to as Ohora uh, for this episode, basically uh, shows Jake how to be a Navi, and he becomes a man and a hunter, but also sort of secretly, but not so secretly, there's this, like, um, off-his-rocker colonel who, like, runs the military side of this company, and the colonel's like, yo, dude, I need, like you to be also working for me as a spy. So Jake is like being a good guy, but also being a bad spy this whole time. And shocker, the colonel's like, I'm going to kill all the people you've come to love. And Jake's like, you better not. You better not. But then he does. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jake realizes his place is with the Navi and um, saves the day. And Giovanni Ravisi's in it. And I haven't seen him since... uh, you know, boiler room seconds, so that's cool. And uh, pivot, boiler room, pivot, boiler room, followed by True Lies, <laughs> followed by mm. Demolition Man. <laughs> that's it. That's Avatar. You're gonna do thing. Demolition Man and not Heat and not Platoon Sicario. <laughs> <laughs> Jonesy, I couldn't tell from that uh, synopsis if you liked the movie yeah. or if you I mean, loathed Josie, was, the movie. Uh, I mean, Tales probably dialed in right to my into my thought process. Um, I don't like 3D movies, so that's why I didn't go see this movie. Um, 3D, you know, life spoilers. 3D movies give me a headache. Uh, and uh, so... 
I was initially like, oh, I've never seen this movie. It's the biggest movie of all time. This will be an exciting biggest thing for me time. to catch up on, right? And, you know, without adjusting for inflation, this is the biggest movie of all time, money-wise, dollar-wise. Biggest and, movie uh, ever. Listen, um, watching this movie <laughs> has not altered the course of my life in any way whatsoever. It's just there. I've seen it. It's clinically very beautiful. Uh, Story-wise, probably, I feel like James Cameron was like, went to tvtropes.org, had them print out the whole oh website. My, my gosh. Shook them. Oh shook them up. Shook them real good. Just shook them. Just shook that ball Bend my tropes. songs. And then just start pulling tropes out, and that's how Avatar was written. We let uh, Jonesy speak first here, uh, making everybody cheer who listened to this episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I am absolutely just pandering to the Twitter crowd. I actually love the I'm movie. more shocked. I'm more shocked that Jonesy didn't almost take one for the team just to spite Twitter and say that he loved the movie. <laughs> actually, that's exactly what you I know? did. I actually really liked it. I liked... Uh, the military. I thought the military uh, robots were probably the coolest part because I'm super into Titanfall two right now, like super into mm. Titanfall two. So oh. I was like, "This is like mm-hmm. perfect for me to watch." And um, I thought the actor who played the crazy colonel, like, it's hard for people to play unhinged Mick very Fleetwood. well. Uh, Mick Fleetwood repri- reprising his role from, um, <laughs> the, I mean, just a vision in this movie. And uh, I thought he was great. I mean, very rarely can someone play unhinged so well. And I thought he did a fantastic job. Uh, mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver is just there because she's probably the only famous person in this movie at the point it was made. But besides that, I loved uh, I loved the Navi. I loved the little flying guys that they have to. I love the fact that they have to like... Uh, Basically, sync routers with the animals of the planet. Thought that was very fascinating. I thought, uh, I thought it was good. I, th- I mean, there, I mean, it's definitely at the table when this movie was produced. It was definitely made. They definitely went into it to make a lot of money. It, okay, let's think about the lowest common denominator. What's going to please the biggest amount of people? Maybe James Cameron just wanted to make you know? a movie that he thought would be a good movie, Jonesy. You know, you weren't in the in the writers. Room. I mean, I feel like I can you produce know? this movie as much as Matt HH produces the show. I mean, if you don't mind, <laughs> man. Wow. Sorry, he's Matt. Just, I had to, I had to take a venomous liquid hot magma right now. <laughs> <clears throat> this could be the greatest troll episode of all time. No one's sure what our motivations are. Do we like it? Do we not like it? Who knows? <laughs> Um, I can tell you more than anything, you know, I gave in to the, uh, to the impulse I saw in theaters and, uh, this time around I watched it on Amazon streaming and I wanted nothing more in my home than a 4k 3d TV mm. with a 4k like Blu-ray player because <clears throat> vi- I mean, when you look at it in a non 3d bl- watch, you can just see everything that was made to be a treat for your eyes in the all three dimensions and that you know that was definitely lost in view, in the viewing that i was viewing um but 
the so it wasn't as stunning it wasn't as like the environment of pandora which i remember grabbing me in the theater so well it was gorgeous absolutely gorgeous lost some of that but i mean what jonesy kind of said and what everybody on the internet says about the tropes thing it's a little tropey sure but yeah, but who cares? Like what Slim said, what if he just wanted to make a movie? And I think, like, what if he just wanted to make a movie that told this story? And I think, um, speaking purely from my opinion, but other, like, I I think other people have such a problem with it because it's, on at face value, it's like very real commentary, obviously on the human race and how mm-hmm. they have came to you know obtain things and own by taking. Um, but it's such a weird parallel because it's this odd, almost humanistic race of uh, people that are tr- that are being subverted. So there, it's it's almost like an uncanny valley of conflict or something. I, I'm, I, I was trying to before I lose the thought. Yeah, go ahead to to support Slim's point and yours in the uh, IMDb trivia, either that or the wiki. Um, Jim Cameron was a huge fan of Disney's Pocahontas, and he always wanted to make that story for adults, and that eventually became Avatar. So you're right. He loved that movie and he wanted to make a good one just like it. Which which is cr- because when you look at visually, it's like popcorn and candy for your eyes, right? And like even the Navi are beautiful, colorful, like like it's uh, you know, Junkanoo in the Bahamas, like it's a it's a festival, like looking at Pandora and the people who live there. But it's like got very real violence and re- very real conflict. And, you know, there's some language pieces. And like through most of the movie, I thought, why couldn't this just be like a PG movie? Why did they have to push it? I mean, before the before the last 40 minutes, the violence isn't quite the issue. But it's like the lame one-liners, Sam Worthington calling that animal a bee. Like, come at me, B. Like it's like in the, mm. it, for the sake of comedy, but then it gets to the, like the the conflict between the Navi and the humans, and there's like very real, like palpable, bone chilling kind of scenes of war that are like very real and very emotional. Like you can't help but feel emotion seeing this conflict and seeing the suffering and seeing pe- seeing feelings of both sides about what's going down. But I, I like through most of the movie I was like I I'd really want to show my kids this but you really can't. Hmm. Not yet. Right, maybe maybe when it's on FX. Right, yeah. But I mean but that that's to say I mean I I think it's a great movie. Like sure it's not any of my top movies but I it's just a fun movie with some tropes, and so is many other movies that I see. I don't yeah, have hate so for it. I think it's a visual. Of anything being made today is yeah. absolutely tropey. 
I think it's visually a, a feast for the eyes, and I, I, wa- I wasn't, until I watched it again, I was reminded about how emotionally stirring it is kind of in the end, you know, if people are going to roll their eyes at that stuff. And, and what's the phrase like, deus ex machina? Is that the phrase like where everything just, um, like the tree, for example, Sam Worthington being able to become the Navi like of course, there's a mechanism for that because that's how it work out. Is that is that what a Deus Ex Machina is? I don't know, but I'm have to get the intern on it. Yeah, yeah. but but anyway, if there's like not everything is a uh, phone across the room at this point. <laughs> but it just so happens that Sam Worthington, uh, no longer hospitable, and he wants to be a Navi so bad that of course the tree has a way of making it happen, and of course you know in the beginning. Like, what are these avatars? Are they organic? Are they grown from a test tube? Are they, like, stem cell? You know what I mean? Like, are, did, they, did they clone these things from sheep? I think sheep? they are a mixture of stem cells. I think they said that stem cells and genes and mm-hmm. some such. Um, so when e- I saw this. Go ahead. So in every sense of, uh, organically speaking, it's a living organism. It just didn't have... Uh, sort of brain functionality before this computer uplink happened. Mm-hmm. So you saw. I it. saw this in theaters too, mm-hmm. and I was like poo-pooing 3D movies for many moons. But I loved this movie in 3D. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Of course, I'm not going to pay to get a 3D TV because it's silly, right? Yeah. Why would anyone do that? <laughs> but I don't think I'd seen it since I saw it in theaters eight years ago. I loved it again. I mm-hmm. thought it was great. I think it's a great movie. I think it's beautiful. It's a stunning, beautiful film mm-hmm. that James Cameron has put together. And I feel like he really flexed his muscles in this movie to create, I mean, the scene, the brief scene where he's on earth, um, when he gets kicked out of that bar, Earth looks, you know, almost Blade Runner-ish. It looks, it's so vibrant and beautiful. Um, I mean, just all the shots of, like, flying around Pandora, mm. it's all stunningly beautiful. It really is, yeah. Um, And, I, you know, I, I get the tropes. Uh, people say it's the same as Dances with Wolves, and even the wiki pointed out something. The one scene I think I really had a problem with which is what most people see as the negative is when Jake makes the speech to the Navi about how they need to like rise up and he's kind of like their leader now. Um, and one of the reviewers has a big problem. Like it's the trope of the white savior mm-hmm. coming to save the inept natives <laughs> and you know, how they're so powerless without the white savior coming in. And I totally get that. That was like the one kind of like yeah. eye roll scene that I remember yeah, definitely. Um, watching it. But, I, you know, it, the whole movie is is fascinating to me because, you know, it's this huge success. Um, it's like the first time a movie has ever made, like, uh, a, a, t- a certain amount of money. I think, like, $77 million first weekend and only dropped, like, 1.1% of the earnings the next week. So oh, it made wow. another $77 million the next weekend. And Disney was getting on getting in on this and they they built the avatar land at Disney. It's crazy. But like 
What a they bold had, move. What a bold choice. It's super bold. Really bold. I guess like they expected maybe the sequels to be underway by that point mm-hmm. because I think the sequel was supposed to be out in 2018. So like Avatar Land was going to be opening when the sequels were ramping up. But like there's that's still like another three or four years out, I think. Yeah. And Avatar and Land <laughs> opens next month. Avatar Land is opening up and people are like, What the F is Avatar? They don't <laughs> they don't remember anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody remembers, really. And, and what I I've this whole time I watched the movie, I'm like, how is this going to appeal to like kids? How I mean, I know Animal Kingdom is not like a kitty land. It's an experience for everybody to experience, but kids are going to walk through avatar land and you know before a certain age they've never even like it's not a cultural imprint like mickey mouse mm. or superman like kids little kids won't quite know what it is and i'm like watching the movie and i'm like what are they going to sell as like souvenirs like the right. war headbands like from the final scenes i could see like little kids walking around with these war headbands on and they don't even know what the movie is or 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 anything like that the pterodactyls, type but yeah, animals. like maybe mech toys. Oh man, like, I, I mean, is Avatar Land at Disney? What's Avatar Land at Disney going to be like in twenty years? You know, right? I like what. What are the sequels going to be like to this movie? Is there any way the sequels are going to match the box office mm-hmm. of the first movie in any way, shape, and form? I, mean, I remember people like saying how this movie was going to be the biggest flop of all time. And it ended up not being. I don't know how much the 3D ticket sales contributed to it not being, but I'm just so curious mm-hmm. what Avatar 2 is going to be like yeah. and the reception and what people are going to think of it. What is it going to do for Disney Avatar Land? It's just such a weird situation. It's super weird because Disney's like hedging. So, I mean, not just hedging their bets, but like hedging millions of dollars in in bets to that avatar is going to be something culturally in the end and maybe they're going to help push that in a way i mean only a certain segment of people are going to be able to enjoy avatar land in orlando but i mean this these sequels are going to have to go places that people are going to want to experience again and again yeah, he's like he's gonna release four sequels or something crazy, mm-hmm. and they're filming like most of them at the same time. It's who is clamoring? Like, I love the movie, yeah, but who is clamoring for Avatar two? Right, and you got to and who is and, clamoring through Avatar two through five? Seriously, Ex- exactly. I mean, it's it's uh it's ambitious. Be like maybe. I don't know. Jim Cameron wants a piece of that. Like, and what's the premise? They get the military comes back to root out same where that, that's what I was thinking. And like shocker. They've got better technology and they have the same. No technology. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking at the end of the movie. I'm like, you know, the white man is going to come back with more firepower. Yeah. And just Another, they're just like, going to bl- stick back plot. with an atom bomb. They're just going to split the, the, the planet in half and take the unobtainium from like the, each half of the core, scoop it out, and everything is going to be decimated on those pl- on What if Earth has been rejuvenated and the Navi need to come to Earth <laughs> right. to, to survive? You heard it here first. What if the Navi have evolved so fast that they have technology? But they're, what but they're forced to uh, live on reservations. <laughs> Air quotes. What, what if, if the Navi have to, have to come to Earth and they use 
human avatars. Oh my god. Game over. Oh. That's it. What if Sam Worthington, what the if former human, now Navi, has to take back over a human avatar <laughs> of himself, of himself, of himself, or his dead brother? <laughs> oh, I mean, creepy. can you imagine that the was, hijinks of the avatar in the avatar body? They're like holding up cups, and they're like, "Ooh, what do you do with a cup?" Ooh, <laughs> yeah, right. Where they go to the toilet, and they're like pushing down the toilet paper and everyone's having a laugh yeah yeah i listen i I love avatar i think people are just overly negative about it for kicks Mm -hmm. they get off on it you know they subtweet about it they just tweet people the word no like you want to get people riled up you mention avatar at a party yeah just mention it. Just bring and just bring everybody down. People are jumping out of windows. People are trying to th- kick you out of the party because you started something. Like, how bad could it be? Like, it's not bad. Sure, it's uh, if it wasn't for the podcast, I probably it's not a movie that I would like turn on as background noise for something. If it were mm-hmm. on HBO or FX, maybe I would put it on. But that doesn't mean it was a bad movie, bad movie watching experience for me. Like, I don't see where the deep-seated hatred comes in. I think it comes from people wanting James Cameron to make a movie that they're interested in seeing. Like, make a movie for me, James Cameron. Yeah, that could be it. Like, I yeah. love Terminator. I love True Lies. Make another movie like that. You know? And then he, he wants to make a movie he wants to make. Mm-hmm. You and know? It's like, uh, what's his face? The dude is always doing the alien movies. Ridley Scott. Probably people want him to do something else besides Alien, but maybe he only cares about doing Alien movies anymore. Alien Heart wants what the Alien Heart wants. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. What a show. You know, there's actually whispers that uh, the PK3 are going to play Titanfall 2 oh, tonight. Oh my God. I just I got just nestled with my blanket underneath the Awe tree. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm starting to gyrate sitting... Uh, Crisscross <laughs> applesauce style. Can we get away with? Can, cross, <laughs> can we get away with calling it the Yahweh tree? No, Jim, we can't do that. What about the Yahweh tree? <laughs> right. Ruffles I, paperwork to check with their lawyers. Yes, we can do that. I just need to know, and this is something uh, it made me chuckle the ent- entire time I was watching it because a legacy old friend of the show, Don Garvey, had funny theories about Sigourney Weaver but what does she have over Jim Cameron to where every one of her lines are the absolute most corny like she treats Sam Worthington like complete dirt she does until like they start to grow and bond but even then she just like it just teases him and why does her Navi have to have a human nose you know she had that. a huge problem with her Navi looking like an, one of the natives, so she had to have her face plastered on a, on this alien body, and it gets Listen, my goad. We don't know what Sigourney said to James Cameron. Now we're entering Garvey's we're entering goat. Jonesy territory where Jonesy's in a meeting room whoa, with all of these whoa. people, and he knows what they discuss. <laughs> uh-huh. He knows the kind of money they make. He knows the plans and the thought process. We don't know what Sigourney think- said. We love Sigourney. Sigourney's a friend of the show. Absolutely, Sigourney. I'm sorry. I just, I was just. What if, what if Siggy was my avatar? What if I avatared into her? And that's how I know all these things. I, I think I thought she survived. I don't know why I thought that she survived the end movie. Maybe because I heard that she signed on for more movies. 
but she definitely croaked at the end of this. I was waiting yeah. for her to be like, oh, it worked for me. I'm alive. And then she's still dead. And how, yeah, why couldn't they put her into the Avatar? She like was too far gone, with, uh, I guess. Sam, Sam Worthington, I mean, he's an odd bird too, isn't I thought that he was take a person's SIM card. He was in um, McGee's Terminator movie, right? Yeah, Terminator Salvation. He was going to be the next big thing. I heard that, uh, a, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, he a stopped bird told me that Terminator Genesis is really good. I should watch it. Who told you that? Docs them right now. Little birdie. <laughs> Docs. <laughs> Docs. <laughs> and what about, um, speaking of Sam Worthington's uh, Jake Sully uh, avatar character, how about him coming, getting off and calling the other guy brother? When he took his woman away from him, boned her under the eyeway tree. My gosh. Mm-hmm. I mean, he put his avatar inside of her. He parted her loincloth and manipulated her with his five human fingers in it on his avatar body. <laughs> and then it call and then says brother. You don't call him brother. I mean, sure, you maybe need him to fight for you and unite the clans, but you don't keep calling him brother. But he it's came sick. and flew in on that dragon. That means sure. he's like the king. Right. You know, so so uh, the the dude, do, what was that guy's name? Do Yahweh, know that guy's name? I think. Yeah. <laughs> the bad brother. You know, if he doesn't give in and start, I mean, like, he's a god. Jake Sully's like a god at this point now. Sure. So if he doesn't so, just, like, Give in. He's probably going to get murdered. So Jake sleep. Sully did it just for S's and G's. Called him brother, and then he's like staring at him. He's like, "You call me brother back." I flew in here on the back of this dragon <laughs> to unite the clans. <laughs> call me brother. I actually in front of all these people. Call me brother right now. <laughs> uh, that is a mega mean shiz that you just pulled. Uh, yeah, I actually loved the slow build i mean it's a long movie it's like three hours yeah they did a li- nice slow build of sam worthington and uh the female lead ahora mm-hmm. what's the actress's Ahura. name just zoe Ahura. saldana i thought that they were just dynamite Ahura. together i thought she was dynamite yeah. honestly yeah they they it was a good like <clears throat> the movie was three hours long and it's it's <clears throat> It feels like a long movie when you're done watching it, but you really needed the time to like build up and have the ending the way it did with the big battle and stuff like that to to give it the grand epic scale that a whole planet was at stake and the people and you're right like the love story and bonding between the two what with the time spent on it was really like it was really real. Mm-hmm. I know people like to crap on the metal being called unobtainium, but I didn't really care that much. Right. Um, I was, uh, yeah, but that's in a lot of other stuff. Yeah, I mean, and Giovanni Rubisi's overacting is pretty. I think was uh, was more of um, like he. You could tell he was like he was chewing the scenery. Yeah, he was. It was coming. His 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 dialogue was coming from the diaphragm. I mean, he was like totally <laughs> like projecting a deeper voice to try to be like sinister. If I were, if I were, I like this butter. <laughs> if I was uh, James Cameron, I would have told him to take it down a yeah. notch, maybe just one notch. <laughs> yes. yeah. Giovanni, let's not get crazy here. Yeah, it's a three hundred dollar movie, but let's take it down You're five three. Okay, <laughs> you want to talk about a vision? 
Let's talk about Michelle Rodriguez in this oh, film. Man, oh, man absolute alive. vision in this movie. With her war paint on at the end. Oh, Oof. that was amazing. Yeah. So good. Good flick. Good flick. Great movie. You know, Great episode. we did it. It was all leading to this mm-hmm. discussion. I think... Um, and we're going to do it 13 more times. Conspicuously, no letters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah that's, that's the audience has spoken. I suppose. And that's the way we're going to go out, I guess. It's our show. Okay? Exactly. You know, we actually need to... Tune in uh, for... Uh, talk, about, <laughs> talk about how we need to double up one of these weeks to make sure that we get done before Dale goes on vacation. Yeah, that's true. We got to talk about Got to get one of our doublers coming up here. Oh, yeah. True Lies and name another Arnold movie we want to do. Twins? Twins. Mm. <laughs> We I'm not sure if I want to burn one on twins. One of my, <laughs> one of my, one of my favorite movies from back in the day. <laughs> really? Yeah, we could do, uh, that, so that means you fall asleep do while watching the first two minutes. Kelly Preston in that movie? Antonio Pislips. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, true Lies and uh, whatever you guys want to do. True Lies is actually not on the list right now, but I'm going to write that in the bonus section. Yeah, write it in there. Actually, I know what we can remove just to spite some people. What are, what are we looking at? Let's, let's we do can some do, live on air do, producing. I was about to say we could double up Young Guns 1 and 2, but that technically is its own episode, mm-hmm. so we might need to move that down to just Young Guns 1. Um, okay. We could do a TV back-to-back episodes of Briscoe County Junior Premiere and Mantis, if we're still doing Mantis. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I have fond memories of that. I don't know if it holds up. I was actually going to say the same thing about Briscoe County Junior. I'd leave it up to the majority uh-huh. But, you know. We could do... Let me just throw an idea okay. out there. So we'll see how it goes. Back-to-back, so back, two episodes, True Lies, Demolition Man. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, done. Write it in the book of life. Thank God. In the Awe tree. Just throwing it out there, you yeah? know? I was just sitting crisscross applesauce style gyrating <laughs> when the bottom half of me started emptying out all over my <laughs> own lap. <laughs> Trained. At the thought of doing True Lies and Demolition Man at the same time. I took my phalange out and I started mating with the first thing that I could come in contact with. <laughs> and when I say buckets, <laughs> at the thought. Buckets at the thought. That's my new phrase. <laughs> writing it in right now. Penciling it in. Pencil it in. It's in. It's over. It's in. Hey, Cortana, turn on. This episode brought to you by... Let's get out of here. Titanfall 2 on sale during a spring sale on Xbox Live. Check it. For Xbox One. Hit and stop. Get (laughs) (laughs) away. I didn't hit stop yet. I just... Oh, Oh, boy. I've never seen Jonesy try to get out of a recording so fast as he has the last three weeks. (laughs) 
just, he just gets a feel for when we're kind of wrapping it up, and then he just turns uh-huh. off. I'm not even sure. Did we even do a fireside last week? Maybe we'll have, I'll have to do some fancy Who editing cares? to make the last 30 seconds yeah. the fireside. Yeah, I think even last week it was even worse because there was no fireside because Jonesy hit stop, and then there was like 15 minutes of dead space, dead air. <laughs> The wheels are coming off, fellas. It's starting to crack. <laughs> so we don't have a lot of episodes to go. We got almost almost less than two months. Jesus. Right? Yeah. Could be two months. I mean, just And it's think. game over for us. Forever. We'll always have Avatar. We'll have Avatar. Mm-hmm. We'll have our Jeeps. Our, our, I think our personal favorite episode... Mm-hmm. I might go Bronco with the cap off, you know? Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Jeeps and, Jeeps and Bronco Jamboree, we'll call it. PK3 Jeeps and Broncos Jamboree. <laughs>